All right, all right, let's get right into it. Shout out to the coach game. Welcome to Friday afternoons, Friday afternoons. This is evening time on the East Coast. The wake up show. This ain't the wake up show. This is the Friday night call in show. Today, we're talking about you gonna die alone. Guys, you're gonna die alone. I know, uh, I think uh, there's a famous saying that women are gonna die alone. All right, you're gonna die with your dog, you're gonna die with your cat. Um, you're going to be having dinner with your dogs and cats. I mean, we have clips of women enjoying four-course meals with their pets. Cheers. You're going to have some? Okay. Tuck in. Eat. Man, that's a hard, hard last 40 years of your life. I mean, from age 40 to age 80, you got to be doing that stuff. And if you're doing not doing that stuff, you're going to be singing, thank you for being a friend. And yeah, you're going to be singing, thank you for being a friend. But what about when they project that, when they reverse that around, gentlemen? You say, I'm going to live the free agent lifestyle. You say, I'm going to go my own way. You say, I'm going to listen to the red pill. I'm going to do whatever I need to do. I'm going to stay alone. I'm going to go live peace, quiet, and freedom. I'm going to go retire in the mountains in Montana. I'm going to go to the Philippines, all right? You start coming up with all of these. And I'm going to Colombia, and I'm going to go run them streets. You're going to be in these streets. Yeah, man. Um, And they say men are going to die alone. Well, I got a couple of clips for you related to this subject matter, right? They're going to say, men, you're going to die alone, all right? If you don't get married, go, go get wifed up right now. I want to know, are men concerned about this issue? I know. Some of you are concerned. I know most of you are not concerned. So this is an opportunity to let everybody know whether that shaming language is going to be something that's going to affect you. All right. So maybe you're a virgin right now. Like a virgin. Hey, touch for the very first time. Or maybe you have a plan. Maybe you're like, look, man, I know I'm going to die alone. I came into this world alone and I'm dying alone. And while I'm at it, might as well get me a hot nurse, all right? Ling Ling is back in the building. Shout out to you, girl. I know my nurse was back in the building, all right? So maybe you have a plan. Maybe it is that you don't care if people are going to mourn over you. How long will they bore me? I wish it would have been another. How long will they mourn me? We're going to tell you the realities of what happened when men die. All right, let me just give you a double dose of reality right now. Let's give you a double dose of reality. I don't know if you guys have known, all right, how this thing works. Uh, men are the disposable uh, species. Shout out to XL Pro Services on the Cash App. I'm going to get to you in a minute. But men are the disposable uh, 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 species here uh, uh, in humanity of the homosexuals over here, or the homosexuals or the heterosexuals. The homo sapiens is what I meant to say. All right, the homo sapiens is what I meant to say. Uh, but if you look here, these are the U.S. military casualties of war. If we're watching from the United States, we're going to look at the amount of men who have died alone here. The American Revolutionary War, 8,000. All right, look at the, and the, the Northwest Indian War. All right, look at all of these quasi-wars here. There's some big numbers. The War of 1812, a lot of men die, and most of these are men. Most of these are men. All right, here you go down here, and it's the, the times got into the 1900s. Oh, we're talking about, oh, here we go, 18 and 50, 214,000, all right? And what they say was um, uh, the, the, the Confederates lost 450,000. Lord have mercy. Okay, 
lot of people dying here. Uh, the Civil War, U.S. Army right here. We got uh, over her. Most of these are men, by the way. Uh, Confederate Army over here losing hundreds of thousands of men. Uh, you got all of these wars and then you get into World War and two World War and two. By uh, 53,000, a total of 116,000 men, mostly men, primarily men. And they're always going to tell you that a couple of women died, too. All right. There was an airline pilot that died in the World War II, and they'll give her a memorial. Meanwhile, 291,000, probably all men. A majority men, 99% men. All right, as you can see here, Korean War, Vietnam War. A lot of people died right there. What about the war in Afghanistan? As you can see. Lots of men come into this world and we leaveth dead all by ourselves on battlefields, rotting into soil. Okay, rotting into soil. So if you are a man that says, I'm going to go my own way, I'm going to just live it out into existence, you're actually doing pretty well. Or right? you're compared to what most men have lived in our world, you can be dead on the battlefield, Sean. And I'm sure nobody was literally sitting around uh, waiting for you. Uh, to tell you how special you were. See, what they want to do, what they want to do is they want to believe that you as a man are going to get some treatment like this. You're going to be sitting around on your deathbed, looking at your family, going through all of your memories, and then your son is going to catch up. He's going to step up and say, Father, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have learned how to pile drive my kids into the cement. I appreciate all of the times you hit me with the DDT and you whipped me into the ropes and you gave me the big boot. All right. And then he says, thank you, father. Thank you very much. father." And then your daughter steps up. Father, you're such a wonderful man. If it weren't for you, I would have married all of those jackasses that I've been exhausted with on the carousel, but and that's you. And then you taught me how to not damage my body by tattooing it and putting piercings all over it. Father, thank you very much, Father. If it wasn't for you, Father, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Father. And then your wife is going to step up and say, honey, if it weren't for you in all of those years, those 75 years that we stayed together, if it weren't for you and all of the sex that I held back from you, I would have been homeless. It would have been nothing without you. I would have been getting piped down viciously on the sexual marketplace all the way up into my 80s like Betty White. So I thank you, husband, as you die slowly. As the last breath leave your body, you could have a Filipino nurse here, but instead I'm going to ruin it. You're going to look at my wrinkled ass. I've been around you all this damn time. I forgot to wipe your ass and brush your teeth. All right. But your Filipino nurse that you dreamed about ain't going to be here today. It's going to be me. You're going to be the last thing I see you see before you take that six foot dirt nap. All right. You go take that dirt nap and you die slow. But I love you. I love you so much. I just want to say the last time we had sex was amazing, like 45 years ago. I know you haven't slept with another woman yet, huh? Anyway, thank you. Thank you. You can die now. Thank you. Yeah, give them a round of applause. All right. Yeah, man. 
that's what the that's what everybody believes is going to be your last dying breath. Everybody's going to sit around appreciating you and sharing fond memories of all the things you did. Okay. <laughs> but we know that ain't going to happen. We know that ain't going to happen. They're going to be like, is dad dead yet? Is is that? Did you see him in the last two weeks? You ain't heard from him. He ain't dead yet. Uh, I was wondering, could I get his firearm collection? All right. Anybody know he did? Okay, he ain't dead. All right. Um, I'll keep. I'll hold on for a couple of more days. But if anybody touches that firearm collection, I'm gonna bust your ass. <laughs> All right. They fighting and splitting up your stuff before you take your last breath. Uh, Dad, I know you're dying, but uh. Would you leave the life insurance paperwork somewhere? I need a cut. I need a check, like, right now. I need a check right now. All right? Oh, man. Anyway, man, let's do these super chats. The ridiculousness of this statement. You're going to die alone. All right, most people die like that in their sleep. Yeah, most people be dead. They don't even know they did. Okay, most people be in the accident. Damn. All right, nobody to pray over you, nobody to give you your last rights. Damn, all right. So this idea that you kind of die alone with no one surrounding you, is kind of ridiculous. Not many people get that. Maybe in this time of the C-19, but not so much, <laughs> all right? All right, anyway, let's get into this. Um, let's get into the Super Chats. Let's get into the Super Chats because I got to get going. I got a couple... I got a couple of things to cover here, man. It's going to be one of them long intros into the call-in. Uh, where's my screen? I got the wrong screen up and all night and whatnot, as they say. So I'm going to read from here. My man, Major Leagues, is a new member. I believe that is the first Super Chat of the... I'm already on Limited. Damn, they don't, they don't waste no time. How did I get on Limited already? This is unbelievable. They don't let me get it. They ain't let me make no dollars over here, right? I.M. Chi says, Coach, if Biden manages to break the filibuster, how soon would America become the newest communist country? Also, Congress denied his mandate. What are your thoughts? Of course, man. Hey, guys, we called it. We've been telling you uh, all this, all these things that uh, 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 hold on for a second. All these things that they've been doing have been against the Constitution. And you guys been so many people have been falling for a hook, line and sinker. You wanted to be able to excuse these things because there was an emergency in our sake. And I'm like, no, nope, no, nope, you can't do that, though. No, nope, you can't mandate anything. Mandates mean nothing. All right. I don't care what your mandate is. I don't care that you have a rule here. I, I don't need to do anything. If I don't feel like my safety is in jeopardy, I'm good. If your safety is in jeopardy, stay home. All right. That's basically what my philosophy was. And you don't get to tell me to stay home. Well, you don't get to tell me to stay home. So in this situation, all these mandates and all these if your company has a, over 100 people, you got to give everybody to poke or you lose your job. And I was like, man, hold the line. Hold the line. I'm like, do not make snap judgments based on this. And the only reason you're making snap judgments is because you're not in the final financial position to tell them to go F their sales. All right. Hold the line, right? And I think if we hold the line for another year, it'll be done. They're pretty much done now. I mean, most people who ain't got the poke, they ain't never getting it. I mean, it's it's pointless to get it because we're on the fourth booster at this point. So why why is the first poke and I got to wait weeks later for the second poke? I mean, then I got to catch up on three more booster. It's over. 
Um, and, and the Supreme Court made a fabulous decision. I knew they would. That's why I tell you, man, just wait. Don't, 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 don't make any rush judgments uh, in this situation. And if you got the Pope because uh, they made you, it's sad. I think it was a sad situation. It was a sad situation from, from the start. We told you mandates don't mean nothing. You can stick it up your ass. Stick it up your ass, all right? And the Supreme Court, Supreme Court said stick it up your ass, all right? The bottom line on that, there's no more argument. I don't know why there's any more argument. All right, what's the force? You can't force anything anymore. Um. Anyway, Aaron Guy says, my cousin has girlfriends who are in the military. She seems cool, though. What are your thoughts? She's been piped down, just so he knows. All right. Think they, they, hey, just so he knows his girlfriend been piped out. Hey, you don't go nowhere where there's 93% men and 77% women, and these women don't dabble. <laughs> All right. Andrew says, I don't know, coach, but Bernie uh, Ecclestone and Mick are roaming around with the junior college. Give them the buzzer. Uh, who the hell is that? Bernie Ecclestone. That I don't know, man. Hold on for a second. My mouse is tripping. Bernie. Uh, this is a British magnet. Oh, I see. Yes, he is. Hello. <laughs> Look at your boy. I'm going to tell you guys, I'm the, what I'm giving you guys will save your life. I'm going to tell you, man. Last thing you guys need to know is what you've been told. You're going to be old and gray and no young woman's going to want you is a lie. It's a lie, bro. If you actually take care of your business. <laughs> You literally will have, I mean, look, she ain't all that, but look, he's 89 and he knocking up women. <laughs> he's knocking up women at 89, bro. <laughs> look at him. And these women don't love you. She doesn't love you. You don't love me either. It says, fix your title. Is this something men should worry about or is it, wait, you're going to, you're going to die alone. It's, I don't know what it is. What do I need to fix? Here it is right here. He got $50 million. Oh, uh, he got rated here. You're not going to get any women and you're going to be old and fat and nobody's going to stick around for you. And of course, when he dies, she's going to be like, look, just give me my cut. But women your age act like women your age act like they're going to be just uh, as good, better lovers. Oh, we'll be better and I'll care for you. I'll cry for you. All right. No, you won't. Look, he at the junior college. <laughs> I don't know what happened here. My man at the junior college, he got a 15-month-old son. Your title, video title has a misspelling. Is it the thumbnail or the title? Is somebody trolling me? Is he trolling me? <laughs> Come on, man. Look at, look, at, look at my man. Look at my man. He at the junior college. Guys. It's the thumbnail. Okay, I'll fix it later. I ain't gonna fix it now. Man, you know what it takes for me to fix a thumbnail? All right. I'll get to it later. All right. Um, look at my man. He had the junior, he got two girls. Hey man, one thing you guys gotta know. One thing you guys gotta know is that when it comes to women, they like money. All of them. Young, old, rich, poor, fat, skinny. Uh, don't let women believe that they'll love you. And they'll love you better than these women will love him with money. This is just ridiculous, man. He out here impregnating, knocking up women at age 89. All right. I got money. Do you think he wants an 86-year-old wife? 
Let's just ask that question. Do you think he wants an 86-year-old wife or a 35-year-old wife? I always tell you, I'll date a 35, I'll, I'll marry a 35-year-old woman when I'm 70. <laughs> All right. Andrew says, uh, he says, uh, Nadasso says, the real question is, will I, uh, will I die happy? Oh, yeah, baby. Dying happy. All right. Adrian Paul, like clockwork, he says, girl at the gym today asked about my travel pics on IG from the Jazz game. Adrian, tell Coach Adamas he's on point. Thank you, brother. It's like clockwork, guys. It's simple. And don't, and women be following your IG. Just because they don't like the pictures doesn't mean they're not following you and seeing what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They know, exa- they are, they know exactly what you're doing. They just don't click the like. They don't click the comment. They just be watching your ass. All right. And when you doing this and that, by the time you catch up to them, oh, hi, how was your trip? How was your vacation? Just like clockwork, if you show yourself doing things, women are going to naturally inquire and be interested. They'll feign some interest. See, all of this trying to prove yourself with some talk game, it ain't even necessary. You literally can just sit on back, play, play your life, play your life the way it's handed. And women are either going to be interested or not. All right. It is what it is. But how do you get her on your IG, coach? Oh. All right. YouTube trash talker throughout history. Most men didn't live very long and died alone. Jesus died at 33, a virgin, along with 1,000, uh, 1,000, 100,000, tens of thousands of soldiers in war. It is what it is. All right. It is what it is, guys. Die, men die alone all the time. We're the sacrificial lamb. We're the sacrifice. We're supposed to give up our lives. All right, the story of Jesus Christ himself gave up his life for humanity. Was anybody worried about him dying alone? Nope. He died alone like a mofo. <laughs> Jesus died alone. Sheesh. All right, let me last uh, last two. Toasty Gamer, off topic, but do you suggest using prawn in monk mode or trying to uh, go into full seminal retention? Uh, I would say everything in cycles, man. I don't think you, you know, I'm not a guy that says 100% seminal retention, right? All right, you're going to have to get a little bit of excitement out. All right, you got to get that venom out. <laughs> I always call it, you got to get that venom out. All right, you know what I mean? You get that venom out, you're not going to make, uh, you'll make good decisions. If you if you keep that venom in, you're going you're gonna to make a good decision. I mean, a bad decision. If you keep that venom in your balls, because even, even people, um, even physicians say, you got to get that venom out. You got to get that venom out. All right, because it, it, it'll it'll help produce more healthier sperm, right? You gotta get that venom out. It'll help you. It'll help you. Um, it help you prevent getting testicular cancer and prostate cancer. You gotta get that venom out. Um, before you go out there and you wanted the nasty boys, you gotta get that venom out because you'll think you want some until you bust a nut and you realize real fast you didn't want it that bad. Have you ever had that situation? You'd be like, ooh. You'd be like, oh, man, oh, girl, if I just had that big old fat gordita over here, I'd be piping her now. One round, two round, three round, four round, five rounds. And then you go ahead and you go ahead and, and jerk that off real quick. And you'd be like, oh, I'm glad I didn't invite her ass over. All right, because how I'm feeling now, I don't even want to see this woman. I would throw up if I saw her naked. And all you did was rub one out. You rubbed one out and literally, and you literally eliminated the need to pipe her down. 
But before you had that venom in your balls, you was like, I'll throw it on the table. I'll have her over here all night, upside down, downside up, facing the pillow, all that, backside, front side, hitting the front of the back. You rub one out. You like, whew, whew, that would have been a long night because I would have had to get rid of her after the first round. <laughs> Post-nut clarity will literally save your life. So I'm not, a, I'm not against going ahead and rubbing one out. Go on and rub it out if you think you're going to make a bad decision. Just rub it on out, gentlemen. <laughs> All right, XL Pro is killing me on the cash app. He got a lot to say. He killing the game. He said, uh, for the nasty boys in the heezy, he also says, Loud Pocket says, uh, do I want to die alone? Yes, please. He also says, uh, coach, uh, you can play Pots and Pans, girl. I can't anymore because it's copywritten. I got a couple of copyright warnings for that. So that's Mr. Loud Pockets and XL Pro Services says uh, checking in on the coach gang. All right. I want to play a video for you guys. And the call-in number, I'll put it up there. But just know the log fills up pretty fast, right, like a toilet. All right. So anyway, let's play this woman right here. I see this woman on your screen. I like to talk about this one. (laughs) I like to talk about this woman right here. All right. This Asian-American woman. Asian American woman. Uh, let's listen uh, to this one. Uh, she's potentially the she's one heartbeat away from the presidency, and I think that if if she ever ascends to that seat, we're in trouble. All right, we are in trouble. Let's listen. Every day, it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. And so right now we know we still have a number of people that that is in the millions of mm-hmm. Americans who yeah. have not been vaccinated uh-huh, uh-huh. and could be vaccinated. No. And we are urging them to get that. We don't. We have because it will save their life. Uh, so this brother right here, like, uh, I hear what you're saying and all, but you guys are kind of in a pickle right now because you said it was the disease, the, the virus of the unvaccinated. but then. People with the VAT got, you know, people with the poke were catching it and passing it. So he's like, I have to object, object. Now, here's the thing. The media is now objecting. Oh, it's in trouble now. We have trouble. Now, when the media starts saying, yeah, yeah, but, but uh, yeah, you know, you guys are in a pickle. The Supreme Court shot y'all's asses down. Here it is. At what point does the administration acknowledge these people aren't going to get the shot? They're just not going to do it. I don't believe in giving up on people, Craig. <laughs> I really don't. The 500 million tests that have been ordered that are going to be sent to every, every American. Do we know when those are going out? Shortly. The- <laughs> uh, do you know when those are going to go out? Uh, shortly. Shortly. Uh, do you know when? I'm out. Oh. Oh, they're going to go out shortly. Next they've been or- ordered. They've been ordered. <laughs> Dude, now, hey, if the media is challenging them like this, this is not good for them. This is not good because if the media turns on you, it's game over. I really don't. The 500 million tests that have been ordered that are going to be sent to every every American. Do we know when those are going out? Shortly. Though they're going to go out shortly. Week, They've been or- ordered. They've been ordered. We, I have to look at the current information. I think it's- she don't know nothing. She don't know nothing. Gonna be by next week. 
But soon, absolutely soon. And it is a matter of urgency for us. Should we have done that sooner? We are doing it. But should we have done it sooner? We are doing it. Oh, they, boy, they challenge her. And he knows to challenge her because she's the weakest link. She's the weakest link. She knows nothing. He knows it. Um, and if there's going to start challenging anybody, it's, it's going to, they're going to start challenging Kamala first because she's the weakest link. Let's turn the voting rights here for a moment. Um, you were there in Atlanta with the pro So anyway, um, as you can see, there was a bunch of little hilarious content in that uh, particular clip. She, she, she knows nothing. She knows absolutely nothing. Anyway, the way, the reason I brought this particular stream up is because here's the video. This is of the woman who was in our stream the other day. She seems to have a little bit of an audience. She was disagreeing with me. Hey, sister, sister, you been on my mind. Don't go harass her, please. Um, Here's a man, here's a man, a black man. He says black men dying alone. I don't know why y'all always trying to segregate. Maybe because y'all been segregated. I don't know. Uh, He's going to tell us why black men are dying alone. Are you guys ready for this? Let's listen to the brother. Specifically older black men. Let's say 50 and over. Let's say 50 and over. Okay. We dying alone. All alone in these nursing homes and in these facilities where the only people we see are these nurses. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up, sir. <laughs> Goodness. Sir, I'm glad you brought that up. What nurses would you be talking about? <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Uh, is this all? This, are these the nurses you're talking about or which ones? The traveling nurses? The work nurses that be doing monkey double backflips on you? All right. What, what nurses you talking about? All right. I'm glad you brought that up, but we'll let you continue. Uh, continue, sir. Tell us why black men are dying alone here. The women got people coming to see them or they're not even in there. Their family's taking care of them. Okay. She's talking about, he's talking about the son husbands. The son husbands are forced to take care of mama. All right. Daddy don't get that same respect, but he's kind of going to touch on that. Two reasons that's going on. And this son is husbands real. is Talk one. Son husbands is one. Anybody in the medical field or anybody that works with elders. This is real. Men dying lonely. No, no, no. You said alone, sir. Now he's saying lonely. See, those are two different things. Lonely and alone are two different things. See, alone, I'm in peace. Alone is probably what I prefer. Lonely is somebody who needs people around when they're dying, right? I already talked about that. Some people don't need people. There's men that don't want people to see them dying. There's men that don't want people to see them dying. I don't want you to see me in this situation. Sure, it might be painful. Sure, it might be tearful. But I don't want you to see me dying. Not just alone. Lonely. Two reasons. You already said it, man. Get to the damn point. He was a piss poor father. Okay, that was number one. You were a piss poor father. Uh, sir, most men are not fathers. Mm. Most men never have kids. So you're talking about uh, the percentage is something like 40, uh, 60 percent of men never have children. 60 percent of men never have children. So. What are you talking about? If he's dying alone, he's if he's dying alone or lonely, you're expecting children to be there. They don't have children. 80% of women have children. So this might be why you see more women having either being protected by family 
or why you see more women being uh, visited at hospitals. Let's go into the next point. A piss poor father. All right, the piss poor father thing. Your children don't give a fuck. Reason number two. Most men don't have children. Most men don't have children. All right, next point. You ain't never want to settle down. Just bouncing around, hitting all the ass you can. Hey, man. Is that me? I don't know what happened to the end of this video, but he posted it like this. But I think, I don't know if he's, he's saying, is that him? I think he's trying to say, yes, that's him. He didn't want to settle down. And he was bouncing around, pounding out peace leave. All right. So a lot of do get their, do get their, um, do get their growth stunted by chasing tail all the time. And yeah, at some point you get tired of chasing tail and you go into a monk mode and then you come back out of it. But the reality is this situation he's describing doesn't affect any, every man. It affects only maybe 40% of men, uh, what he's talking about here. So not sure what he means here. But what are the alternatives? We got about five more minutes, callers, and we're going to get into these calls. And hey, guys, calls, make sure you are quick. Be brief. Be brief, my brother. All right, BBMB. What are all alternatives, guys? If we get married, just so don't we, just so we don't die alone for 10, 20, 30 years, we got to deal with this. Sorry, I didn't share the screen. I better share the screen for this one. So let's share the screen. Sorry, I know you guys are going to say I can't see. So let's go ahead and run it again. Proven in court. No, 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 all right all right all right all right all right all right so you know sometimes your wife you know flips out a little bit so it for us to not die alone we got to deal with that how about this one right here uh in order for me to not die alone for somewhere between 10 20 30 40 50 years i got to deal with this shut the fuck up yeah you better believe that i wear the fucking nuts nigga in front of public you want to fucking try to look at other women, nigga? No, fuck you. You ain't going to look at other women. And you ain't going to tell me you're looking at other women. Yeah, I know I fucking consult the fucking child. I already know. I look, I'm not going to say nothing if you don't say nothing to try to cause a commotion. Because he's a fucking problem. You want to fucking try to fucking say shit to me, nigga? Fuck you. I'm not bringing my back to watch. If I'm not bringing my back, I'm not ever going to see you again. I 
swear to God, don't you ever come to my house, nigga. I'll call the police on you. Fuck you. Oh, really? Nigga, I'm going to prison right now. You shut the fuck up. Okay. Sir, 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 you don't die alone wow boy man that's very sad man gosh dang you know so you don't die alone you gotta go get with this how about this one how about this one right here let's record oh hand on me. look let's record this let's record why don't you this push me again push let's record again. this look what you did to why my car push me again why don't you push me again look look at what you did to me i push what you did what? to me let's record this. Let's... what is that that's not from my look. fucking sh kiss kiss the Beautiful, beautiful. I guess I'm going to the car wash, huh? Take your fucking phone. Look you at, put, look at this. You Unbelievable. Put your hands on me. You put your hands on me. I didn't. No, I will. I will. I did. I kissed it. This is. I kissed, oh, it. You kissed it. I pushed it. Put you your hands on my fucking stomach and left the bruise. I pushed it. Fuck you. You fucking abusive shit. That's you. You've been hitting me. You've been hitting me. You've been hitting me. You have. Look what you did. Disrespectful. This is this is what you do to your husband. You wanted a husband, Julie. You wanted a husband. Look, she opened it and put it in. That's the face of who you have to uh, deal with so you don't die alone. So you don't die alone. This is who you have to come to home to every day. Also, you don't want to die alone right here. This is the stuff you got to do. This is the this is the stuff you got to do here. Uh, let's see here. Last one. Last one, and this is a doozy. Don't get me mad. I don't like to Does be mad. It make I'm a you kind mad. of person who wants to be happy. Does it make you mad when I say you jerk the pages right out of my Bible and call me a hypocrite? <laughs> it just keeps going down to me not happy. Did Man, it? I'm going to have to do something. Say, did you it? Know. What That's about, what it ends up, man, hitting you. You misunderstood, honey. What yeah, I've threatened your life many times over and over to get your mouth to shut up. I mean, I've told you I'd blow your brains plumb into that riverbank over there just to get you quit arguing and trying to get ahead of me. That and you I'm talk doing. everything like it's coming from the heart. Man, he's really going to blow me away, you know. You would. You would. You taught me. You <laughs> Anybody will say anything on the end points of madness. Marriage is a wonderful thing, but you get a lot of little things with it. It's not perfect, but there's love in it, there's happiness in it, there's also sorrow, hatred, and madness in it. It ain't been easy living with you all this time, the things that you... Jesus, did you see this? This is his wife, bro. Oh, no. Kentucky, don't tell me, man. Look, look at him and look at her. Like, look, look at him. I mean, I know Cletus don't look that good, but look at his wife, bro. Look at what, oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> Look at what he has to come home to every night. <laughs> There's also sorrow, hatred, and madness in it. 
it ain't been easy living with you all this time. The things that you've done to me, trying to pick at my brain, what little bitch left of it. Hey, look I, here, I'm not all the way he crazy, didn't say and I ain't sane, and I ain't drunk. By God, I got sense enough to know what you're doing. Well, I don't want stuff like this on my video, I'm messing it up. It ain't gonna be in your video. It's in your biography. Because it's all I want is good, honest dancing and people to enjoy themselves. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Shout out to Cletus. All right, man. Hey, ain't that America? Ain't that love? Love is grand. Love is grand. But he mentioned it. Even Cletus was like, there's love in it, but there's also hatred and sorrow and, and abuse and et cetera, et cetera. Also, you don't die alone. All right. So enough of that, gentlemen. It is time for your voice to be heard. We got a lot of callers on deck. Couple of super chats. El Chingo says, Happy Pretty Feet Friday, coach. Yes. Oh, yeah, man. Shout out to you. Prayers and papers, Dre G. Messages jumping on arrangements today. 304s know it's payday. Yes, they do. I got money. I'm telling you, man, they biting. Recently, they've been biting like mad. All right. It's been nuts on seeking uh, recently here. Area code uh, two six. Seven, you're on live. Coach, what's going on, man? Happy New Year's. Um, gonna make it quick for you, man. This is Major League. Listen, I'm hearing you. I want to go to Columbia and be in a nursing home over there. <laughs> Straight up for retirement. Just, just create, create. And then my next point, I'm make it quick. Then my next point for those people who's high value. Right, we carry high value sticks. They need the woman to change the laws on there. Other than that, don't get involved with them. Yes. Go, go to Columbia or go to the nursing home and enjoy the junior college lifestyle. Yo, let them nurses take care of us. They're gonna tease <laughs> us, and when we when we get when we get older, absolutely, we're gonna die alone with them nurses. <laughs> Yes, indeed, we are, brother. Thank you for that call. Appreciate you, brother, for keeping it real, man. Wow, we going to die along with them junior college nurses, maybe Columbia nurses in here. They gonna poison you though. Your death is gonna be, but it's all right. She might touch on you. Uh oh, damn! Somebody just skipped the line, just like that. Area code four seven zero. You're on live. I don't know how you do that. Hey, what's good, coach? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Awesome. Um, so great topic today. Dying alone. I'm going to tell a little story. Um, I've called in a couple of times before we've talked before. I'm 39 now. About, I would say eight years ago, I went to Columbia. And I was in my early, I think late 20s, early 30s. And um, there was a friend of a friend, somebody I met on another trip. And, and he introduced himself to me and he came to my hotel and um, we went for a little hike, went back to his apartment. His girlfriend was there. And this guy was in his mid-50s. The girlfriend was absolutely drop-dead gorgeous, 19 years old. Mm. Lived, in with, lived with him in his, uh, his apartment. And at the time, I was dating a, a girl in her uh, early 30s. And I, that's when I started reflecting upon life. And I really think, first of all, all this talk about dying alone. I think if you, if you, when you know this, this is still available to you at that age. I don't, I think 
I think you're going to push the limits of the human age of human aging. I don't think you're going to be thinking about dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're down there, because all, this guy and all his friends, they were all date much, much, much younger women. They were outside. They were active. They were hiking. This was in Medellin, Colombia. I've also met other older men in, um, in Dominican Republic, for example. These guys still go out to nightclubs. These guys still uh, do VIP in the nightclubs. They buy, buy out the section and they enjoy them their lives with beautiful younger women. And so to me, I'm not even thinking about dying. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't. I, I, I think that I think that when you get to that age where you're quote unquote considered, you know, you know, older or whatever, I just I think the more you surround yourself with this, the longer that your life is going to extend. So I just encourage guys out there, you know what I mean? You save your money, you stack it up, you know, and think about moving somewhere else. Think about what you want. You you might not even need to move. There's plenty of young junior college girls right here. You won't you won't have any thoughts about going nowhere uh, when you're surrounded by beautiful young uh, women that um, you know what I'm saying are going to keep you happy. So that's just my uh, my insight that I wanted to give. Like I said, I've been to Colombia and I've seen I've seen guys who keep themselves in shape. They're active. They they enjoy life. They enjoy nature, and they're just out there being social. All so right, that's my brother. call, Coach. Thank you, brother. Thank you for that, man. He telling you to go to Colombia in the building. We got area code three four six. You're on live. What up, coach? This C does, man. What's going down? What's going on, brother? Man, all right. First of all, I don't know about Colombia because my, my ex was Colombian and okay. she acted just like a chick on the plane. And oh, yeah, mm. I, I've, I've had to dodge a few laptops in my day. There so, you <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. But you know what, man? It's the thing about that when they say, oh, you're going to die alone. I'm like, first of all, you don't know when you're going to die because tomorrow ain't promised to you anyway. So, you know, when they say, oh, you're going to be 80 and alone and all this, I'm like, come on, for real? Like, I, you know, feel like I could die in two days. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't even think about that. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure my kids are good, make sure I got this money up, and make sure, like, I'm, I'm living, trying to live the best life I can. You know what I'm saying? So... But that's all I got to say on it, man. But uh, shout out to the Nasty Boys and shout out to the Coach Gang and I'll holler. All right, peace, man. Thank you for that call. He makes a good point. How long How long is a dying uh, procedure? People act like you're going to be laying there like Abraham Lincoln for four weeks with one bullet in your whole body and the bullet just traveling up and down your spine and you laying there, beep, beep. You know what I mean? What, best two days? You know what I'm saying? Like maybe two weeks? Man, I'll tell you what, I, I I knew I coached a basketball player whose father died, and she was there maybe 10% of the time. She was with at school, she was with us practicing. She wasn't sitting around looking at her daddy dead. And then um, like I think one day her mom called and was like, This is it. And she drove back to her house in Phoenix. And by the time she got there, he was dead. So it wasn't like she was just looking over him. Um, area code 909, you're on live. CGA KT King is here in the building, ready to speak with you. How you doing this evening? All good, brother. How you doing? I'm good to go, ready to go about this topic right here. Dying alone. Who cares about, quote, unquote, dying alone? You're supposed to be here living your life and making it the best way it can be, so that way what you do over the course of your life to be a productive member of society, specifically as a man who's contributing to building this world around you, to build your legacy. I really believe this dying alone narrative is uh, another one of those social constructs 
that's being pushed through various forms of media, such as television, movies, now streaming content, to get men specifically to pick up any and all quote-unquote peace leaves, because not all peace leaves is good peace leaves, but to get all these women taken up and taken care of by men, the government does not have to be overloaded with these women bombarding the welfare system, which also leads to my final point before I ask you to take me out with something specific, which is this, PNC, or what I like to refer to, what you said a few weeks ago, post hope clarity. I would strongly urge all men going forward 2022 to develop post hope clarity, post nut clarity by looking at a woman without having to physically touch her so then you ask yourself, is she really worth it? Look at how she carries herself, listen to what she says, how she speaks, and how she conducts herself, specifically what she does and acts out in society. Coach, please take me out with the shuffling dude. Trying to know something insane. Casey King's out here shuffling. All I'm right. out. Peace, 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 peace. All right, man. He wants to go out with the shuffling guy. Where is he at? I can't find him. There he is. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Indeed. Area code 929. You're on live. Hey, what's up, Coach? It's Kareem calling out the South Bronx. How you doing South, today? South Bronx. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. You just had to do doing the hockey buck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the he got it. Yeah. <laughs> he said the hockey buck. I love it. Hilarious, yes. man. That's just hilarious. So yes. he's, he's doing a jitterbug. <laughs> but yeah, um, this, the first thing first I want to talk about, man, right? That's hilarious, right? First thing first with these these liberals is killing me, man. Um, before this shit is said and done, man, we're going to be having, we're going to, be 20 shots in it. We keep buying into this vaccine narrative. Now they talk about creating another vaccine that cures or that basically protects against all strains. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's another ending thing with that. They're just trying to sell shots, man. For real. And um, the second thing, too, man, it's like this, right? What, I, I, what I'm really starting to think marriage is and I, and I think it was uh, the plan to begin with. We just didn't see it. I really believe that they want you to buy into marriage so you never build wealth as a man. Mm. Especially when they push it to you at a young age. Mm. Think about it. If most men didn't care about getting their whistle wet and peace sleeve, and they just took the first 35 years of life to build wealth for themselves, I mean, you think the marital rate is low now? It would be super low sure. at that point because you will have too much to risk and you will have the power and you realize most of these chicks ain't worth cheap wings in a switch and sweep. Oh, Jesus Christ. Damn. <laughs> you, you would really realize that, you that, know? And yep. I think it's a, it's a distraction. Like, of course, this is a distraction, man. Since it, 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 as long as we sense the economy is afloat. Mm. You know, and that's that's just the reality, man. I, I appreciate you having me. Thank you, man. Dude, that is you hit a home run with that call. I mean, you basically put it all in a nutshell. That is exactly it. That when when your big head starts thick, I'll think in a little head, you will never rarely ever see men roll the dice. 
All right, but, yeah. it, but as long as he's under twenty eight, like, like yeah, if he's under twenty eight, he'll roll the dice. Once he gets money and starts building, very rarely yeah. do men roll the dice. You know, you you already said it, Coach. You said it in a previous stream. You said, "Oh, you get them while they're young." That the um, men are idiots when they're young. I mean, you said you made that joke. You said you got a cooking guy, get them while they're young, because the older dude ain't going. That's right. And it's just that I believe that's why I was setting the place. They, you know, that's the way to keep a man an economic place. You got to work for this family that don't even appreciate him to begin with. Mm-hmm. They'll all, they all backstabbing them. You know, you, you um, do all this stuff for your kid. Your kid finally tell you that they'll have a the nerve to tell you they don't like you. Mm-hmm. Like the chick you had them with. Like, it, it's, bro, first of all, how do you want dudes to get married? When it doesn't even doesn't even look appealing, you want me to get involved with something where I have no power. Mm-hmm. She's incentivized for leaving me, and it does not look appealing to the eye. But it, I just really believe that they want men to be these dumb idiots yep. that just keep being selfish and letting everybody use them. And and you know, <laughs> that's that's what they want. Appreciate that call, man. You you hit some home runs on that one, man. Shout out to the South South okay. Bronx, man. Thank you, brother. And one more thing I'm going to add to that. I always said this, too, and when I was talking about the clergy and society and governments, uh, most uh, clergy and society and governments, they push monogamy on you and they push family on you, but they'll have family, but they'll be non-monogamous. All right, the clergy is non-monogamous. They're, they're not, most of them aren't even hetero. They're not even heterosexual. And they engage in all kind of nefarious acts and scenes behind the scenes with minors and people of older age. The clergy, the clergy has been notorious for that. Uh, many of them had families, but they've had affairs too. And they've messed with people, parishioners, and they've stolen people's wives. Um, also, government, government been hiring prostitutes and hookers forever and orgies and all kind of stuff. I got money. And so they push that on you to control you, but they never follow suit. All right. Uh, a couple more calls. Nine one nine in the building. You're on live. Hey, coach. Coach, uh, first time caller. What's up, brother? How you doing, coach? First all time good. caller. All good. Hey, this is Brian. I'm uh, coming out of coming out of DMV. Hey, I just want to say uh, I got two points. Uh, first thing is, uh, no man that has nothing should get married. Reason why is because when you don't have anything, you got nothing to lose. And once you actually start to accumulate, you're less likely to risk it, you know, on somebody that's not worth your time. Um, Secondly, I want to say, I think a lot of times when females say you're going to die alone, what they're actually doing is they're projecting on you because they're afraid that they're going to die alone. Mm -hmm. And on that point, there's a video I think you should look at. It's uh, Drew Barrymore. She actually opened up on a show about what it's like to date as a single mother. And she's talking about how her husband moved on. He has a great family. And she actually cried live on, live on air. Ooh, somebody and she put out a lot this. of red pill. Um, yeah, it was me. It was me. Oh, that was you. And, okay, uh, I saw it come up. She dropped a lot of red. Yeah. Yeah, she dropped a lot of red pill gems. But I don't think she knew that that's what she was doing. And there was a brother on the show that kind of started like glitching the shit like his fucking excuse me his uh his programming kicked in you know so they were like oh she about to give away the secret you know so definitely uh check that video out man you can definitely get about an hour to a content out of that right there beautiful man i'm gonna check that out that'll be for next week appreciate that one but you made some great points too uh um, yeah that, 
Thank you, man. What, what, yeah, the, the, the first point he made on that one, um, uh, getting young when you have nothing. I've, I've kind of talked about that. Uh, it's easy to get married when you're young with nothing because you don't know what you're going to lose. And when somebody says you're going to lose half your stuff, well, you're like, I own nothing. I, half of what? Okay, so then you get married, but then 20 years in, you know what half is. You, you, can, you can count how many ducks you're about to lose. You can count how many chickens are about to go away. You're like, I got this many chickens. You mean I'm going to lose this many chickens? I'm going to lose this chickens over here? These many eggs? Then you know, and then it becomes clear. And then you start figuring out ways that you don't want to lose that many chickens. See, that's the difference. That's why they want to push you into it before you're old enough to realize how stupid it is or realize how many chickens you're going to lose. All right, man. Shout out to Henry High is in the building over in South Korea. Thank you, sir. It's been a while since I've seen you, but I know you've been here. Uh, Be Real Mahogany Cognitive Dissonance causes feelings of unease and tension, and people attempt to relieve their discomfort by rejecting information that conflicts with their existing beliefs. Some dudes are just used to the pain and suffering. That's well put, by the way. Well, well put. My man, Major Leagues, coach, if she's tatted all over her body, should I stay away because there's a high risk of body count and she's imprinted? From for the streets. Streets. Um, I'll play the full clip for you. Is it is that the case? The reason why you stay away from tattooed body women or you roll the dice or you vet is a lot of times. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you'd be doing right now? In these streets. You'd be in these what? <laughs> I believe the dudes should be tied up in these streets. <laughs> Actually, did a long breakdown stream of what type of tattoos or what, you know, uh, discreet tattoos that somebody gets something to slightly rebel, discreet tattoos uh, versus a visible tattoo, like something on their foot or slightly visible. And then you have the full all out helter skelter, which uh, which many people who are damaged will have a full helter skelter barrage of tattoos. Somebody that has a tattoo here or there or a tattoo behind their neck where their hair is normally covering it, a foot tattoo where her sock is covering it. Um, you know, even those tramp stamps are a semi-discreet uh, uh, tattoo. That's her attempting to rebel or to attract attention from men that she considers like the bad boys at a young age. She wants those type of men. And then oftentimes she's trying to rebel against something. But um, what happens is if they have a full barrage of tattoos, all right, you want to see what those tattoos are and what these meanings of these symbols are because she... They were important enough for, to put on our body. And sometimes there's a lot of great symbols on there that will give you the cause to run, run. They'll start explaining something. Well, this is Lilith. You know what I'm saying? This is a woman. What is that woman? This is Lilith. All right. She starts explaining why she put Lilith on her body. All right. Ask what it means. It also means that she could have had some deep seated trauma that she's not reporting to you and enough trauma for her to go ahead and put a whole damn tattoo sleeve on. Some find them sexy, but I do believe that untattooed women will become back into popularity at some particular point because everybody's trying to be tattooed up. It's goofy. It's goofy, man. Major leagues. I got you, brother. Last one. Um, Feast or famine says Jesus met Mary Magdalene at the junior college. And he said, I've got water. I got money. All right. And if they have tattoos around their gentle genital areas or on their buttocks or anywhere close to it or run, if they got a butterfly on their 
where their patch of hair grows or, or someone's name run. Area code 559. You're on live. Props to the coach and the people getting tuned up. It's Friday tune-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for people not to die alone, us men, you got to have money, power, wealth to some degree. Because I think the common denator, dominant, excuse me, common denominator that I saw on your film loops is these women are trying to emasculate, cut the nuts clean off these cats mm. that you're showing. And uh, once they do that, they're dying alone. So do you want to die with your ball <laughs> or do you want to die balling? Mm. It, it's basically, you know, up to you. I guess that's all I'm really saying, man. These guys are going to have to figure that out and and try to stay away from the simps because they'll be over there, the first ones to throw dirt on your grave. <laughs> or you'll die by the other you'll, than that. You'll die at the hands of one. Yeah, man. Thank you, brother, for that one. Shout out to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, many times. Thanks for the good. Yeah, man. Thank you, brother, for that. Uh, many times those men uh, that you're not trying to die alone, you'll invite these men. They'll they'll be the ones to take you out. I mean, how many times have we seen that happen? All right. So you don't die alone. Area code eight, four, three. You're on live. Hey, good evening, coach. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. This is uh, Jose here in Charleston. Hey, y'all. So, quick thing. First of all, there's a lot of nasty guys over here all going to Columbia, getting girls. Am I the only guy that's been to Columbia to not get girls? Uh, I only went to Columbia to do the war on drugs thing. Uh, it's crazy. You've been messing with girls in Columbia. You are not going to know if some of these girls belong to some guy that's connected, and you're going to end up hanging from a tree with your entrails hanging out. So you better watch out. Columbia necktie. Don't they call that so the Columbia necktie? Columbia necktie. Yeah. So you better watch out. You think it's a myth? You hear that? No, I've seen, I've actually, I've actually, unfortunately seen that happen to somebody. So you don't want to do that. Second of all, um, the whole thing about dying alone. Yes, you might die with somebody around you, but why are they around you? Mm -hmm. My father, he started out in a very poor life and he made it out. He scrounged. He was intelligent. He worked hard all his life. And when he died, Yes, there were a lot of people around him, but most of them weren't worth a shit. <laughs> Family members, cousins, sons, including my own brothers and sisters, I have to say, they were just there hanging around to see what what the, what scraps they could grab after the old man was gone. Damn. So, yeah, you might die surrounded with people, surrounded by vultures. Mm. So, yes, it might be better to die alone because at least the vultures are going to pick at your bones. Woo. That's all I gotta say. Goodness, man, Almighty Jose came with the artillery. Artillery today, he makes a good point. As we look at this photo, if you take a look at this photo, Jose makes a good point. The wife is crying, but look at all these suckers back here. Look at this sucker right here, gone and die. Look at these people back here, these leeches. Look at these people right here. Do these people look sad? No, nah, they look like they pray and pray for his downfall. They pray and pray for their downfall. Uh, double A, uh, A and A radio says, I'm a nasty boy. Shout out to the nasty boys in the building. 
Maryland guy says we all die alone in a casket. All right. <laughs> Listen, this is my rule, ladies. If you if I marry you because I don't want to die alone, when they lower my body into that grave, into that damn ground, when they lower that body, I'm gonna be like this. And if you don't jump on that casket and get buried with me as they lower in my grave, I'm gonna wait for your ass to jump on. And if I get about two and a half feet deep and I don't feel a thud on my casket, I'm going to look up like this and say, chick, I knew you wasn't ish. <laughs> Die slow. And then I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to go ahead and drift on out. <laughs> I'm going to open my damn eye. The last thing you see is my damn eye. I knew you wasn't ish. <laughs> anyway. Shout out to uh, Justin Gonzalez. Just sold my house, coach. Had to split half with the ex. But now, he got a little bit of money out here, bro. He sold his house. All right, area code 312. You're on live. Good evening, everyone. What's up, brother? How you doing, coach? All good, man. Yeah. well, I, I got a little something for the guys. Uh, guys, uh, if you're ever going to date a woman, remember this song. She's just a devil woman with evil on her mind. She wears a devil woman. She's going to get you. She's just a devil woman with evil on her mind. She wears a devil woman. She's going to get you from behind. <laughs> Shout out to you, you brother. Thanks for the song. And, uh, yeah. Have a good day. Thank you, man. Peace, peace. Hey, um, how about this? How about this? What? Because I was thinking about it when he was singing that song. Many times the women that say they're going to be there when you die, aren't they contributing to your death? I think they're they're the ones that are gonna contribute to your reason to go. Oh, you're gonna die alone, so you're gonna be around me. You're probably gonna be the one that if I die, I'm probably gonna be at the hands of you. So I won't be alone. I'll be sleeping in my bed. I'll be sleeping in my bed. All right, area code five one three. You're on live. Hey, Coach, how you doing? It's your boy, BGTV. Oh, what's up? Bangle. Hey, who they? Who they, baby? Uh, I just want to start with this. First of all, as men, we go through this life mostly alone anyway. So us, quote, unquote, dying alone, what's the difference? Yep. Um, my second point is just a quick story. I had a buddy in a bar industry in Cincinnati for 40 years. His name was Pat Murphy. and when he passed, he passed with his with his best friend, his best male friend, holding his hand. And at his funeral, I BS you not, Coach, it was like 400 people there because they all loved that man. He never got married, never had kids, never did anything like that. But when his time ultimately came, he was surrounded by people that loved him and was there for him. So my point of saying all this is to say this. Being alone and being lonely are two different things. Mm-hmm. 
you can be alone your whole life and still lead, lead a rich still a life. This is true, man. A lot of dudes do be, you know, they make they make their path. Thank you, uh, DG EPB, and we'll see what you got on Saturday, brother. All right, shout out to you. Um, a lot of men do make good uh, friends worldwide while they're here, and a lot of times when you get married, all you have is your wife and your two kids or your three kids, and they don't really give a chance. Let me just tell you guys, when you die as a man, they ain't going to cry. Now, how long will they mourn me? They ain't going to forget about your ass in a jiffy. They're going to be separating. You want these clothes? What are we going to do with all this shit? Send that to the goodwill. All right? That's how it's going to go, man. It's just a sad thing. Maryland guy says China has 20 million people on strict lockdown. They're going to have a problem with that in America. I didn't think America's going for all that. All right? Uh, the, the totalitarian people can do this. That's why in Australia... And China and all these people that were used to either a socialist government or a communist government, they have no problem. They got to comply. But you got too many people here. They ain't going for it no more. They done. There's too many people that are done. The only people that aren't done are boomers and Karens. All right, that's it. Everybody else is like, okay, we can kill all that noise. Right? People are tired. They're they're suffering from fatigue. All right, so let's go on to... uh. Feaster Famine says, I live down the street from you, coach. We're probably clapping the same arrangements. Hello. Wait a minute. Wrong one. Hello. Shout out to the Orange County arrangement girls out here doing their business. By the way, I went to dinner last night, and uh, there were definitely some girls walking out with some old men, and they were young girls. And ladies, you're like, these girls don't love you. I don't get it. Hey, all we want is somebody young and fresh. All right, we tired of just dealing with them gremlin feet ladies. You know, listen, I'm all good. I can make, you know, I, I every now and then I mix it up. I mixes it up. But you know, I'm going to just tell you, 45 and up is just miserable. Miserable. After a while, you get the banging on it. It feel like sandpaper. But then you go get somebody young and firm. No, I'm just playing. Ladies be like, I'm young, I'm firm. <laughs> you dirty, nasty man. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> we go to Brigham Young University, right? BYU. We ain't dealing with them, but I love you. Those young girls won't love you. I don't want them to love me. What I want them to do is... I got money. That's all I want. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, seven oh four. You're on live. What's up, Coach? This is uh, E calling out of uh, Lake Wiley, South Carolina. Shout out, man. hey man. I uh, got a couple of quick stories. Go ahead. Hey, uh, a buddy of mine who I grew up with. I hadn't seen him in four years or so. I just got up with him probably about a month ago. We talked over the phone, catching up. Well, I just found out, like, yesterday that he shot his wife in the head. Woo! This is the second marriage. Oh, no. Um, so, and God, you know, God bless her. I'm sorry for what happened to her. But guys, you know, whatever you're going through, don't harm anybody. Um, it, it's not worth it. You yeah. know? And he, you know, we had a conversation, and me and him were talking, and... Um, he was like, at first, he didn't want to get married again, but 
he felt, you know, he felt he needed to. And I was like, no, he was asking me. I said, no, I'm not getting married again. And I just wish I would have, you know, was able to bestow some of this knowledge on him that I picked up content creators like yourself. Um, second little story is I got a cousin, another cousin, got a cousin who's married, and he found his wife cheating, right? So he confronted her about it. She was cheating with a guy at work. And, um, you know, she said it was his fault. Of course. He wasn't spending enough time with her. Oh, God. And, of course. And now, you know, she's just mad disrespecting him. So I just wanted to say, keep doing what you're doing. There are a lot of men who haven't heard this knowledge. And I know sometimes it's got to get tiring. But trust me, you are saving lives and it's needed. And, guys, it's not your peace of mind is not worth being married. If you were a woman and you don't have peace of mind, you're not getting your nuts drained, your life, it's not worth it. It's not worth it because you're sitting there taking abuse. You know, if you're taking abuse, it's only going to end up bad. You know, you, you may end up saying something you'll regret mm-hmm. or you could possibly kill her. So mm-hmm. think about it. Enjoy your freedom. Peace, fight, and freedom. Shout out Coach Gang. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that one. Great call. We don't endorse people doing anything, uh, committing harm against people. We definitely don't want to do that. We want men to be uh, uh, great and strand- strong emotionally. Uh, but what, to his point, Here's articles here. I Googled it while uh, he was talking. Here it is right here. Uh, people assume that you won't be lonely when you're married. Uh, we have a we have a clip that we use all the time to show you just because you're married doesn't mean you won't be lonely. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. See, when you're married and lonely and you acknowledge that you're married and lonely, it's your fault, right? We have a clip that shows another married and lonely uh, situation. I won't play the whole clip. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. And then we also have this guy who's been married 10 years and his wife says, Hey, uh, I would be in these streets, so he's not. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe it too, you be tied up in these streets. And so as he was talking, I Googled it. Married men, what to do if you're married but lonely? Feeling lonely in your marriage. What is common? Why, why are men so lonely uh, right here? Married but lonely. Are you married but lonely? Number 10 in the year. Can married men and women be friends? All right. Association of uh, loneliness in older married men and women. Seven devastating causes of loneliness in marriage. All right. So what they're saying to you essentially is you won't be alone and lonely when you're married. That's false. That's false. Many people feel alone as hell and lonely as hell in a marriage. Okay. Just because you get married doesn't mean you're not going to be alone. Or lonely when you die. Let's get into some more calls. I think I have a couple more super chats here. Spirit of the Sky 112. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir, for being here. Dirty Dan says, shout out to the coach gang. I can do some shuffling too. Yes, he, yes, he did. Uh, yes, yes, we can do some shuffling too. A Radio, most men, most married men I know are lonely as hell. There you go. Another situation of men just talking about that. Most Married men I know are lonely as hell. All right. And and some of them older married couples, meaning 40s and up, the woman goes and 
goes and dances and shakes her ass at the club and he be alone. He don't have no friends, no homies, no nothing. And she'd be like, you should get your guy friends together and, and go do something while I'm out shaking my ass because she feels guilty. All right, uh, let's see here. Sebastian says, when it's time, when it's my time to pass, as the classic closes, I want to hear the heavenly music and look back at the life full of junior college. That's what I'll remember. <laughs> Area code 305. You're on live. What's up, coach? This is Cali West. What's good, What's brother? What's up, brother? Uh, nothing much. Just, you know, just watching your effects over uh, Feelings Friday show. Yes, sir. I appreciate you very much. Thank you, man. What you so, got yeah, for us so today? The topic of the show is oh, nothing much really, but uh, other than you know, adding to the topic, you're going to die alone. Um, well, when we tell women when you know when we tell them they're gonna die alone, it has to do with more the fact that when they get into their older years and they have no man, that's mm-hmm. when they want a man and need a man around, not only to do physical things, but to be emotionally there. So when women try to turn around and try to say to us, Oh, we're gonna die alone, we just laugh at it because the reality is that that's actually a worry that they have. Yes. Not what we have. Yes. It is absolutely true. They worry about that. That's so what they worry to... about. Yes. Exactly. So it is so funny. So, I mean, in reality, I mean, that's not anything that we have to worry about. It's something that has always been of their concern because, man, if you see older women when they're not married, man, dude, they have a tough life, man. They work hard, you know, because, you know, they they weren't really built to really be doing it for the rest of their lives. Like a man, a man, he'll, Look, my dad, he died. I think he died working. I think I may be at 65, but go figure. He didn't stop, you know, but when they get older, and you see, like, the other ones get older, like the women, man, it's really tough on them, like, physically and mentally. Like, so that's, so the truth is, it's really a fear that they have, not a fear that we have. So, I mean, just live that free agent lifestyle, you know, just try to keep yourself healthy and, you know, because health is wealth as well, you know. Yep. I mean, you definitely want to make sure that you're able to, like, enjoy your life, with, you know. So, it's a, it's a trip. So, you know, like I said, I appreciate the uh, the, the soft chewing. <laughs> and, uh, dude, because that is just so real. Like, that is just so funny because when you end up kind of realizing at the end of the day, it's like you can't even be worried about what the community is thinking think, and think about you. Here's the thing about what you think about yourself because, of course, like you said, you're going to die alone. And at the end of the day, the community is not going to be up to help you. So yep. save yourself, black man. And even if you're not even black, even if you're like part of the uh, international coach gang, yep. hey, you know, live your life, you know, save yourself first. Definitely, brother. Thank you for that insight and the support. Cali West out in Florida, uh, hitting home this point. Somebody asked in the, in the live chat, he's 60. Can he go to the junior college? Uh, junior college accepts everybody. You know what I mean? It's like the American Express. It's not the Discover card. Uh, when it comes down to it, Callie West was talking about this. If you keep your, see, this is what we promote. This is what I promote. I don't promote necessarily marriage at that age, but he can afford to do it. Um, but here's what we promote. Healthy lifestyle, healthy choices, being emotionally healthy, not dealing with stress, peace, quiet, and freedom, fitness, 
getting your money to wherever you want to get it. If you want a hundred thousand, thirty thousand, or a, a million, or ten million, we support all men and what they want to do. If you want a mansion, we support you. If you want to live in a in a shack in the middle of Idaho, we support you. We just want you to be. We want peace of mind, like he said, stress free life, quiet. We don't want you to be a hillbilly sit there arguing with your wife. All right, we don't we don't want this. I'm gonna have to do something. Say, did what That's about? That's what ends up man hitting. You misunderstood, honey. Yeah, I threatened your life many times over and over to get your mouth to shut up. I mean, I've told you I'd blow your brains plumb into that riverbank over there just to get you quit arguing and trying to get ahead of me. But and you talk everything like it's coming from. So we don't want you to deal. We don't want you like this, gentlemen. And what they can't guarantee, they can't guarantee that they won't be that. They, they're going to be that, guys. They're going to be that. Then you're going to end up lonely. Then you're going to end up living 10, 20, 30, 40 years, unhealthy, bad mental health, out of shape, your money going 15 different ways before it even gets to you. And you'll be the sacrificial lamb. You'll die. They scrape your ass off, put your ass in the dirt, collect your life insurance. They can't guarantee anything. All right. Um, I'm going to go through these. Ray McKinney, he says, I will agree that married guys are probably more comfortable with getting that dirt nap started. Wow, that's a good. That's another good point. Most married guys want to die early. <laughs> they like, put me out of my misery. Area code 504, you're on live. Yo, 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 coach. What's going on? What's up, brother? It's your man, Laward Moore in the building. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, people like, you know, people telling you, people telling you, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you don't want to get married, you know what I'm saying? That you're going to, um, you're going to die alone. Like to me, that, that is a scare tactic. You know, people try to, people try to run game on you. You know what I'm saying? They scare you. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, let, let me tell you about myself. It's like, like I, I didn't, I couldn't get um, but I, I've gotten dissed by um, you know, many women. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, like for real, man. So it's like it, ain't, it really ain't no thing to me. Whenever I do uh, I, I honestly feel like this. Whenever I um, whenever I do die alone, oh well. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, I'd rather die alone than die with a um, gremlin feet, gremlin mouth woman in my life. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's real. You know? Yep. And uh one more thing before I leave. Um let's let's uh let's reflect on this week's uh blue chip mindset episode. Um the better I started doing and the better I started thinking, the women started looking uglier and fatter and they no longer seem to matter. You know what I'm saying? That's why oh. SBM, save yourself black men. Shout out to the coach game, and I'm gone. Peace, Lamar Moore spitting bars. He says the he says the more I made, the woman got fatter. And what do he say? No longer. That was a bar. I like that. Shout out to Lamar Moore, man, spitting the lyrics. Uh, nine one seven. You're on live. How's it going, coach? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, I've been glad to uh, talk to you, sir. Um, big fan, been watching the show. Um, this is a great tactic um, topic because this is something that a lot of women will throw back in men's faces mm-hmm. and say that, oh, yeah, men will die alone. But men have always died alone. You know, 
most men never live in that long throughout history. Men die in battle, yep. die in accidents at work. Yes. We're, it's just, we accept that. Men have a much better ability to accept the reality of the situation. And, and furthermore, we don't really need anything. You know, women need a man around. Trust me, I know I have so many single women in my family. And trust me, they need a man. They're calling me. They're calling me, hey, you know, got problems with their car. Oh, problems with their house. Need help with this. Need help with that. I don't call no one for nothing. Yep. If anything, I hire somebody. But a lot of these single women, they don't even have the income to hire people. Or they can't hire because they don't want to hire a man because they don't want to deal with some strange man yeah. coming in their house, whatever. The man's trying to finesse them or, or, or make moves. Or They tell me all the time, oh, the plumber did this. The gardener did that. The property manager did that. So... Um, dying alone for a man, it is what it is, you know. From my perspective, I live in New York. I'm in New York. Um, I got, I'm good. I'm under 40. I'm already semi-retired. I got 16 units. I get a check in the mail. Why would I get a woman in my, bring a woman into my life to get finesse, to, to get great, um, divorce grapes and all that? Why would I put myself through that hat headache? Because, you know, for what? What do I need that for? Yep. And that's why I encourage men. I encourage men. Get out there. Get your money up. Get your money up. Get your get your base. Get you some, um, what do you call it? Um, Robert Kiyosaki calls it uh, reoccurring, like, money. You know, yeah, um, the, I forgot the, the time you use Yeah, he's, uh, damn, rich dad, poor yeah, dad. Yeah, he's talking about get some, uh, well, residual income. And you want passive income. Residual, get your residual income. Yeah. I'm in New York City. You know, I'm I'm good. I got I got eight cars in my in New York City. I got eight cars in my driveway right now. I could Damn. drive a different car every day of the week. There you go. And I'm not special. I came from nothing. I came from a single mother. I came from the the ground, the dirt. But you know what? I went out, and the one big thing I didn't do in my whole life, I didn't chase ass. Yeah. I hope I can say that on yourself. But that's what screws. I worked in the welfare system. Mm. The welfare system, yep. the biggest welfare system in the country. Trust me, this is what screws dudes over. Chasing ass. Yep. That's I, I, every man I ever met in welfare. The reason he's in welfare was because he was chasing ass yep. instead of chasing his purpose. Yep. So don't worry about dying alone. You know, I tell people. People think I'm playing about this. I tell people, look, I'm gonna die with a big, thick butt Colombian chick on yeah. top of me at ninety. <laughs> You gonna go out That's the you gonna go out the way you Maybe came a in. Line of, he going a line out of my favorite white substance. I don't do it now, but at that age, I'm gonna do everything I want to do. If I make oh, it to yeah. ninety, I'm gonna be I'm gonna have a buffet. <laughs> 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 you know, don't worry about it, man. Get your money. Get get live. Get your passports. I had a I had a boat. I had a yacht back in the day, and um, I bought it at a, a federal auction. I paid like two fifty for it. Me and a buddy. We sailed. We were in the Florida Keys, Bahamas. Mm. I learned how to sail everything. I had twin engines. This thing had twin Ferrari engines, 750 horsepower each, sails. We lost it in Sandy when Sandy hit, but, oh. you know, we had insurance. And I took that insurance, and I bought Bitcoin and crypto and stuff Ooh, with it. But I didn't have money like that. Yeah. I worked. I worked 18 hours a day. I didn't chase women. Um, and I just put money into the right places. I met the right people. I bump, even now I'm in New York, I'm bumping elbows. I was at the, the, um, Met Gala and stuff. I'm bumping mm. elbows of gorgeous tens and nines. And it's nothing, you know, these girls come and go and, 
you know, look at Jason Momoa now. He's getting divorced. So people, men got to stop putting these women on a pedestal. You know, we're not, none of that matters. Get your money. Once you get your money, you can do whatever you want. I got guys out in Nigeria. Um, I, I know a lot of African guys, you know, they invite me back to their country. So they go out there, they'll, they'll be out there for a whole month, you know. And they say, yeah, whenever you want to come. They, you go out there, Nigeria, Uganda, Ghana, they got nice houses. The women are just, you know, friendly and fit, cooperative. I mean, don't sweat it, man. Like, don't in this it. country. Yeah. Get your money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever. We're going to die low. Whatever. Let's, regardless. like you said, unless they get down that casket with you, like the Egyptians, <laughs> you're going to die alone regardless. You're going to be dead alone. Yeah. It's better to live in peace and die alone than live with stress, drama. Hey, I've seen so many men go through it trying to have these marriages and trying to have these wives. And mm-hmm. and it's, it's crazy. It's insane. I would never do it. I will never do it. Like, I have a great house great life. Like I said, I'm right here in the heart of New York City. I, I'm going out right now. You know, I got no no problems at all. And I'm keeping it that way. There you go, brother. I could get, I could get, I could go to junior cars anytime. I, I, I'm texting the junior cars right now. I'm lining up, I'm lining up some extracurricular activity for them. <laughs> guys better listen. You guys better listen. <laughs> the guys don't know, man. This is the, yeah. this is no, the recipe. I tell these young the guys, these young guys, look, and like I said, people people ask me all the time, oh, how'd you do this? How'd you get that? I bought my first house at 21, okay? How did you do it? I'm, I'm like I said, I'm only 36 now. So, but people say, how'd you do it? I said, I'll tell you how I did it. I didn't marry. I didn't have four kids, three kids, five kids. You know, especially in this era, it's, it's you, you're crazy. Now, if you, and I tell people, people say, well, what about a legacy? What about this? Okay, I tell people, look, if you can't afford surrogacy, you can't afford a divorce. That's right. That's a, that's exactly what I tell you. You really want kids? Go to freaking. I got girls. Uh-oh. I got girls right, hold on for right a second. now hold on, in hold my DM. Oh, he yeah, he 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 going in. All right, hold on for a second. Hold on. I got to get to these calls. All right, I got to get to the calls. All right, that was a great call though. Great call. Great call. Oh my man, he's giving me too much. All right, here we go. All right, let me go through the rest of the calls. 907, you're on live. Hello? Yes. Uh, good evening. Uh, shout out to you, Coach, and thank you for the opportunity to uh, speak on your show. Uh, greetings from the final front, the last frontier state. Where are you calling from? Sorry, I missed it. Uh, uh, the last one, Chris State, Alaska. Alaska. All right. Shout out to Alaska. Uh, yes, if I may say, uh, just long story short, uh, first gen Asian American, uh, Japanese of South Korea descent. Been there, done that, like yourself. Made the travel abroad. Um, Army vet, combat veteran, and retired. Enjoying and living life to the fullest as it should be. Peace, quiet, and freedom. Free agent lifestyle forever. Um, men of the world. You can, you know, the coach can do it. You can do it. Uh, you know, stay positive. Thank you, brother, for that, man. Enjoy it out there in Fairbanks or Anchorage. Where are you at? Uh, Anchorage, sir. All right, man. Shout out to you, man. Enjoy it out there, man. Enjoy the winter. Yes, in regards to your uh, topic on your show, um, you know, I've been there. And I've been and done it. Uh, as a combat veteran, I got death in the face. 
been in a lot of life death uh, situations. Um, you know, we may not choose how we came into this world, but you can choose how you will go out. Yep. And legend, legend says Vegas Khan died while uh, LL Cool J reference. He died while doing it, doing it, doing it wild. Yes. And he went out with a bang. Absolutely, man. Thank you for the and call. And just like the previous caller. Thank you for the call, man. Uh, thank you. Yep. Shout out to you. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I would prefer to be going out like I came in. All right, let's see here. Area code 512, you're on live. Good afternoon, Coach. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I just had a quick question. Uh, was wondering to see if you're scheduled to do any speaking events this year. And if not, is there by any chance you maybe consider doing a get-together event uh, somewhere around the L.A. area? Yeah, man, I've been planning on planning on doing that, and then they keep shutting down for C-19. So I'm going to have to wait till everything's polished so I can do things without having to divert my attention because it's pretty hard to put together. So uh, I will do that. Am I speaking at anything this year? Well, I haven't had anything on my calendar yet, but um, possibly 21. I don't know what Donovan's doing, if he's doing anything. Uh, so we'll see, man. But I want to really get out, uh, you know, with my security team and touch uh, the coach gang out here. Pause. All right. So that's coming up. Stay tuned. Yep, I heard that. Okay, cool. That's it. I appreciate it, boss. Thank you, yeah, man. Thank you, man. Shout out to you. Uh, I've been waiting to do that. I was planning to do it in, since 2019. And then, you know, the sheeple came out. Uh, 239, you're on live. Yes, hello, Coach. Um, I really appreciate all you've done for me personally because I listen to you almost every day, even for a little bit. Even if you say hey, I'm repeating things, mm -hmm. for me personally, that's important because I have to be reminded because I'm getting pulled in to the game again for your face or something like that. But, you know, it's really helped me. So I wanted to thank you um, for repeating things like the marriage wheel, yeah. uh, the sexual exposure chart you went over. All those things, the post-nut clarity, how real is that? I mean, and then you feel bad about yourself. Like, man, I'm, this is not the place I want to be. You want to get out of there. And then all of a sudden, the person looks like a person instead of just a pleasure object. And you got to kind of get out of there and you're uncomfortable. And then you carry that with you. So I'm 10 years older than you. Mm -hmm. I've never been married. And I've, it's been hard to avoid because I like women and I get involved with them. But I've always known it could ruin me. And um, I'm just, every time I listen to you, I'm just saying, even at 57, it, it helps me. I was in Tulum two months ago and I made the girl listen to the, to the marriage real video. She was all angry. <laughs> and I'm saying, yeah, you're trying to get a new far price for a used car. Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable that they demand of you what they give away for free years before they met you. And all of a sudden you have to jump through hoops. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it. You it's know, I got the money. I traveled around. But in the end, what makes me the happiest is that I own my time. Um, and that's really, to me, is, is the real goal. So if you can own your time, get the, you know, keep your body fit so you can do what you like to do. You know, yeah, every once in a while, you know, it's hard to resist a beautiful woman. But they extract something from you, even if it's a short-term thing. There's some kind of – you're paying the price some way because – these broken girls, you know, that are around the world, mm -hmm. you know, all the places I've been, 
they're broken. And so you're kind of contributing to that whole thing. And that weighs on you after a while. And, you know, there was a show that you got so close to talking about really how special is a woman's anatomy when you really pick that. You said, no, I'm not going to do that. But the reality is it's it's not worth you exposing yourself. And you remind me every day. And I appreciate that because, man, I am tempted. And I'm always like, don't do it. Don't be stupid. Yeah. And uh, it's hard not to be stupid. Very hard. Yes, it's very hard because uh, we like we like women. So, you know, yeah, thank you, yeah. Because, again, it really is helpful to me and I'm sure everybody else listening um, because it's all fact. And they see us as utilities. Mm-hmm. They don't really love you. And as soon as you expose to them that you're not going to pay their way, boy, watch how they change. Oh, and, man. Um, it's a true testament. Yeah, I mean, to die alone, I mean, you know, that's the price of life for everything. But we get 80 summers maybe here on Earth. How many are we going to spend thinking that the, the muscle spasm between our legs is going to give us some lasting peace? It's yeah. not. The only thing is, is like you're right, you build your money, and you the more you make, the less you spend. That's the key. That's so it. then when opportunities come about with the economy, you're ready to pounce on deals, and that's how you do it. And it's just it's like you maybe get seven chess moves to really make it out. And if you plan them right, you could do it. But if you have a woman uh, that is somehow your priority, and in the end, she will literally gut you. Um, yeah, you, you're teaching a valuable lesson. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you for that call. Thank you. Thank you, man. Great. I'm glad you wrapped it up uh, with those points because a lot of us will only go so far when a woman's trying to manipulate. Oh, come on, baby. Oh, sweetie. Oh, anything. Oh, you know what? I'll do anything. Oh, uh, and they'll keep doing it. Oh, yes. Oh, it's about love. And I'll love you. Oh, and my love is eternal. Now, as soon as you be like, no, nope, nope, I don't want it. If you say no enough times, watch how fast she turns the switch off. <laughs> She'll collect her stuff and be gone cold. And you'll realize she just turned off the act. Have you ever done that? Tell a woman, no, no, mm-mm, no, 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 Mary, no, mm-mm, no, marry a single mom. No, absolutely not. Oh, come on. What do you think? Oh, no, just, oh, come on, baby. Just a little bit. I'll just tell you a little bit. Nope, nope, uh-uh, nope, nope. She'll go, boom. She'll cut the act real quick. She'll pull the plug. She'll get cold and she'll act like, that's it. Shut your ass down. She'll shut down on you. She'll go like this. And take her act somewhere else. To test the woman out, just keep telling her no. And the the reason why they know that is because they do that to us. They keep telling us no, 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 no. And then at some point, we'll shut down and we'll go to the next woman. Uh, We got a couple more calls, but I got to finish up some super chat. So we got like four more calls. And it says right here, uh, Ray McKinney, did I get you? He says, I will agree that married guys are probably more comfortable with getting that dirt nap started. I did get you. Profitable, Pat. I actualized the free agent lifestyle. I gave myself, I gave my job a two-day notice, used my rent money to get a U-Haul, and I hit the road, went to a new gymnastics coaching position, and got the job on the spot. Damn, you dynamically changed the direction and path in your life. Because you could. Number one, you didn't have any baggage to drag on that. So that was ability to do so. You were able to move to opportunities. And now you're on a new path. Congratulations, brother. One white pony. Marriage will put you in the grave 
Undertaker style, tombstone, dong. It will put you in a grave. Uh, yes, it will. Soft Sand says, but that's somebody's daughter. No, unfortunately, that's somebody's Trizamp wife. Give him the L. Yes. Everybody's somebody's daughter. I don't care if she's 25 or she's 65. That's somebody's daughter. That won't work on me. David Filming says, how do you get over the guilt of letting a non-melanated runoff with my wealth, taking it back to the community? The guilt of letting a non-melanated, is it a woman, run off with my wealth and taking it back to the community? Um, I think I'm missing a word there. She divorced you as a non-melanated woman, and then she ran off and took your money and took it back to the community or their community. She took it to the white community. Was it? I'm assuming that's what you're saying. Oh, I see. Oh, I don't give a damn about none of that. <laughs> but obviously, you have guilt there. Um, listen, man. Uh, there's there's more dollars given away in the community. Your little, your 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 not little. Your alimony and child support ain't gonna make the difference. We be giving our money to Louis Vuitton, Polo. Uh, Tommy Hill figure and all kind of stuff. It ain't gonna make no difference. All right, it ain't gonna make no difference. The the money you gave away and her taking it back, unless you were a millionaire football player, it, it ain't gonna matter. The hood, the hood has every other ethnicity owning stuff. Koreans and Asians owning the hair salons. The Indians owning uh, this. The 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 Russians and all of the uh, Arabs owning the bodegas. The Puerto Rican and Dominicans owning everything in the neighborhood. Uh, black people don't own nothing in their own neighborhood. It ain't no big deal. All right. I think that's what you're talking about. Craig T. Man says, hey, Coach Jap was talking about paying for peace leave today. He's against it. I don't know why I'm confused. 304s versus Brenda's. Yeah, Jap is, is against that, but that's fine. That's fine. He says, Coach, what's the hotline I want to call? We got last calls. Last call, so I took the number down. But it's okay. Some men are against paying for it. Um, I think as some as men age, they will realize um, either they'll be very content with the amount they've gotten and they won't need anymore, or they'll figure out when you're so like if you go from 34, you'll be like, it's ridiculous to pay. But when you're 44, 55, 54, you'll be like, I ain't jumping through no hoops and hurdles. Zero. All right. And again, you pay one way or another. We can have that debate again all over again. And I was on the show, so we don't we never get into what we disagree about when we collab with anyone. But um, we pay one way or another. I, I don't really get why people keep talking about that. All right. Free speech champ Susan W. Our your he says own your time. Simple phrase, but powerful. All right. So let's go through the last three calls here or four Own your time. That is a big deal. Area code 908, you're on live. Hey, Coach. What's up, brother? Hey, shout out to the Coach gang. Hey, Coach. Uh, I'm one of those guys that got married uh, at 30, met a nice girl. I thought she was the best thing I can get and uh, had a, bought a beautiful house and had a what I thought was a great life turns out to after like two years became a sexless marriage. I was <laughs> sleeping in the I was sleeping in the guest room for eight years. Whoa! I to somebody, one of my best friends, and I told him what happened. I told my best friend I was like, "What was going on?" And he was like, "That's not a marriage." After those ten years, I got out on my own, 
and coach, I started date. I would date women every weekend. I would love breaking up with them. It was awesome. And now it's like, you know, 10 years later now, I'll uh, go out with an ex. And, uh, and I'm, I'm okay with that. And I don't really care about that. I'll tell you that much, coach. And uh, all I care about is life before that, really. Yes. Well, you're not ready to die, bro. What happens is you get married and then you just work yourself into a position where you're ready to die. Uh, right now, you got life. You got life ahead of you and there's a bunch of fun to be had. So you're in a good position. Rather than the life that you were living for eight years living in the guest bedroom, all right, after making a bad deal, mm-hmm. you're no longer willing to make that bad deal. So you live in the life to the fullest. That's for sure. Shout out to you, brother. Thank you, man. He said, you ain't going to die alone. You'll die alone in your marital bedroom. (laughs) Marital guest bedroom. Damn. The marriage will is undefeated. 317. Is that like Indianapolis or something like that? Shout out to you, man. You're on live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank you. Uh, What's up, Coach James? What's up, Coach? What's up, bro? Um, It's projection. Um, how you doing? Uh, we got a little delay. It's projection. When they say you're gonna die alone, you don't want to die alone. They're they're just projecting because they scared to die alone. Yeah, that's what the woman, all women say. My ex used to say that stuff. So. Yeah, it's just projection. Yep. I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? I do, but somebody's fumbling in your kitchen. Sounds like you got you having a fight or something. No, I'm at work. I'm oh. at work. But I can hear you definitely, man. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah, it's just all projection. Yeah, it's all projection. I agree. All right, y'all have a good night. Thank you, brother. Shout out to you in Naptown. What happened to the Indianapolis Colts? Area code 901. You're on live. Hey, what's up, Coach? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it off speaker. I hope that sounds better. Yep. Uh, but first of all, man, I read both of your books, and uh, and I've got notes written in, in the sidelines. Tremendous work, man. That stuff really rebuilt my life, Coach. And so I got to give you the, you know, the thumbs up, you know, and all the all the sound effects for you, man, on the good stuff. And uh, and for the gentlemen out there who are afraid of like dying alone, I want to say this real quick, and I don't want to give you a once upon a time, but I'm almost like shaking, like telling you all this story. This really happened. Um, basically, uh, I went back to college to rebuild myself. There was a girl I knew for 15 years, and I took her in and her two children. Mm. And uh, basically, we have a child together. And next thing I know, I'm like, hey, this is cool. You know, I ain't getting any any younger, you know. Might as well do this thing. And I uh, got a wedding ring. We lived together for about four years. I was a corporate executive. I had a secretary. Thought I was living the American dream. About to get married to my girl that I knew in high school. Man, I come home. There's a dude in my house, in my living room. This was back in uh, October of 2015. The dude was from federal prison. He had an ankle bracelet on. She ended up marrying him within the next like week or two. They end up taking my kid and all the other kids, and they burned my son with a curling iron. And I had to sit there and rebuild my entire life. I lost everything. Now, I'm not trying to be sad boo-hoo on me. I'm trying to tell you, gentlemen, that if you're ever thinking about, oh, no, I'm going to be living alone, let me tell you something. I would have sworn, or let me rephrase that. I bet everything I own that this girl was apples. I would have sworn she was apples. And when I found out she was oranges, knocked me off my chair, man. 
I lost everything. My career, I couldn't do my job. I had to rebuild everything. And now, uh, you know, years later, uh, it took me five years. I've got full custody of my son, mm. and I adopted the other two kids as well and then eventually gave them back to their father. So it took me everything I own, and now I live back with my mom, y'all, because that was part of the court thing. But when I tell y'all, when the coach is talking about that juvenile court system, y'all, listen here just real quick and I'll be done. Man, you ever seen that movie Starship Troopers where Rico is like dead and they show all the dead dudes on that big screen? That They have a screen in juvenile court that looks like that, and it's all the court cases. And I was sitting there going, my God, is that is that a month worth of cases? My lawyer said, no, honey, that's today. Oh, my God. It is God. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases. And that's in Memphis, baby. That's in M-Town. And they do not let you in that thing. It is a nightmare, y'all. It is a nightmare. Listen, that, that whole love the princess thing is gone. And I'm sorry to be dropping bombs. I love you, coach. Your books literally changed my life. And if I would have taken a time machine, if I would have taken the DeLorean back 2015 and told this to myself, I would not have believed myself talking now. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like that's how for real this stuff is. And, 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 and I just, I love y'all. So y'all, y'all be good. Y'all be good. Y'all. Thank you, man. Thank you for love sharing you, that man. Goodness. Everybody. Th this is why I love, you know, 90 seconds. Don't worry about that. I got one more call. Stay, stay on there. Um, this is why I love, I'm going to turn her down for a second. Having this show and people, the one caller talked about it. You know, he's like, don't worry about repeating yourself. You need to keep repeating yourself. Um, because, you know, I try to find creative ways to to keep these topics going. And for me to just be like, okay, I said it already. I'm going to just stop. What's happening is I don't reach new people. So, or I don't get you again the second time around. Maybe you missed it the first time. Maybe it didn't impact you the first time. But I always have to put these principles out here. It's kind of like teaching algebra in the, in, in the eighth grade. All right? You don't teach a new concept every year. And then when, every week you come in, you don't teach anything new. Let me teach a new concept. Nope. You stick with the concepts. You hammer it in until you get it. So um, these stories that I tell are real stories of men that aren't able to tell their stories. Bottom line, you wouldn't have never heard that story. You never would have met that guy. You never would have heard how tragic a situation can turn. And the reality is a lot of guys have stories like this, a lot of them, and they never get a chance to air them out. So this is time sometimes women might come to our show or men, and they're like, this just happened to you. Don't worry about it. You're bitter. You're hurt. The reality is, and I've been saying this for a while, men have rarely in the last 70 years got a chance to tell their side of the story. We've heard it. If you want me fair and balanced, there's no reason to be fair and balanced because we've already heard how tragic men have been over the last 70 years. We already heard Negroes ain't ish. We already heard it for the last 70 years. Now we need to hear from the men. Okay. Area code 440. Last call. You're on live. Four, oh wait, sorry, man. I had Yo, you. Coach was good. I had you turned down, man. Now I can hear you. Oh, okay, you can hear me. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, well I'm gonna get on the list caller, so I'm gonna end off with a little story. Gotcha. I'm kind of new to the RP space, and um, what I'd like to do is I used to test the theories of the RP at my job. Yep. So I would go up there, and um. I would uh, ask females certain questions and whatever, and um, it would it would prove true. 
like, you know, like what y'all would talk about, like, you know, female nature and stuff was so true. Now I had a female I worked with and, uh, and, um, I would, uh, you know, she had like four kids single and, um, I kind of asked her like, you know, when are you going to like start talking to like, you know, good guys or whatever? Or why do you like good guys? She's like, I just like to feel like they would protect me and that, you know, they're strong and this and that. And I said, you know, she's um, like 24. And I said, I said, when you're 30, you'll, you'll change your mind. Like, and um, so every now and then I would catch your videos on YouTube and I would save them for work. Like, you know, maybe you have the, like a late show and I'd be like, you know what, I'll listen to this one tomorrow morning while I'm at work. And a particular video you um, were, were, um, that you had was the J stash one, the one where he had, um, picking out his girl. Yep. Right. Now you said like death by, death by, um, dump or whatever. Right. Yep. So I'm listening to it at work and I'm talking to another girl at, uh, at my job. And I said, have you heard of the J stash guy? He took his, um, a girl out, blah, blah. He's like an internet rapper. I don't know, you know, a new rapper coming up every day. And um, he's like, no, yeah, no, you know, I think I have heard of that, you know. And I was like, I was like, uh, and I was like, I asked you because I'm listening to this guy named Coach Greg, and you know, he's really hammering in the point that, you know, you can't let a girl like, you know, kind of get these type of uh, motions over you with where you would do something stupid like this, right? So, you know, I'm uh, doing my job, and then, um, you know, cleaning up, and then I'm looking um, at another employee looking at the window. Well. My um my manager had went on break. She's sitting in her car, and I said, "What are y'all looking at out the window?" They said, "Something just happened outside." So I'm like, "What are y'all talking about?" Yeah, like something happened. I don't know something's going on. I have to like stop everything. I go outside to see what's going on. People outside, customers on their phones, people crying, and I'm like, "What's going on?" So I go up to the manager's car. Her boyfriend came up, shot her. Wow. And she was. I, I opened the car door, and I'm just like, "What the hell's going? What's going on?" And you know, she was literally right there in front of me, just like, you know, just drifting away. Yeah. Four kids, single mom, and you know, her dude just rolled up, popped her, dipped off, and then I'm thinking like, this is crazy because I'm listening to one of your videos, like. 15 minutes before this goes down mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking like I mean this shit can't be real yep. so so it, it, it was just one of them things one of the lessons like yep. it, ha- it just happens it and it was poor timing good timing whatever you want to say but yeah. I saved that video for that day and I told the other girls I was talking to I said it's crazy because I was just talking to you about some crazy stuff like this and then like 15 20 minutes later you know, that happened. So I just want to let everybody know out there that, you know, this RP stuff is real yep. and that um, you never know where you're going to go. Because I know at 24, she didn't think, you know, today was probably going to be the day. Yep. So I just want everybody to know out there that, um, you it's know, real. Take, this, take this information in. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't even like even yep. thinking about it like that, but I figured maybe somebody would like listen to this story. So if you have, so if another guy has like, um, these type of emotions that it ain't worth it. And I hope they catch the guy because it's been about a week and yep. he must have had a plan or something. I don't know. Yep. But um, 
But shout out to you, Coach, and you, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that one. Yep. Appreciate that one. All right, definitely. Uh, Shabazz, shout out to you. He says for brotherhood knowledge on the on the Cash App. Joshua King, thanks for the guidance. Thank you, brother. And then PayPal. PayPal. There was a PayPal. PayPal. Shabbat. Oh, wait a minute. That's not PayPal. There was a PayPal. Uh, where is it? Where did it go? Which way did he go? All right. I thought there was a PayPal, but I was wrong. Anyway. Uh, Craig, Craig T man says, what's the hotline? I want to call. Uh, we closed up the hotline. No more calls. Um, and then Rob Marine says, coach, are you going to do a Tiffany Haddish re uh, response DUI video? What does stadium stage state? Wait, what does stereo Shaheen have to say about this BS? So she just broke up with her boyfriend and now she got picked up for a DUI. Of course, give her the buzzer. All right, man. Get on with your Friday. Have fun. If you got the junior college, go ahead and take care of that. If you don't have the junior college and you're with your wife, enjoy your sexless weekend. All right. If you're with your wife and she gives you some, make sure she changes the sheets afterwards. And um, if you're on monk mode, shout out to you, man. Be strong. Don't be afraid to rub one out in order to prevent you from falling out of the trap. All right. Falling out of the, uh, falling out of your monk mode. Anyway, man, we are out of here. We're done for the week. I appreciate y'all sitting this, uh, sitting, sitting through all of this this week. Enjoy. Raider Nation is going to be who they. Oh, go to my sports channel. I got all the predictions up. CGA Sports. I got all the first divisional round predictions up. We're going to see how good I am at predicting, man. Peace.